0: Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, Ed Oliver. Free agency has been crazy. The Wizards have made a move. And uh, today we have a special guest, CBS WC- WUSA sports director and sports anchor, Darren Haynes, is joining us today to talk Washington Wizards basketball. How are you doing today, Darren? Hey, what's going on? Th- thanks for having me. Uh, you know, it's our first time, first hopefully, uh, of, of many. So I'm happy to be here. Definitely, yeah, yeah. So the Wizards have been making moves, and uh, we we just we traded Russell Westbrook on draft night. We picked up free agent guard Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, how, did you, how did? What was your reaction to the Russell Westbrook trade? And uh, were you surprised by it? Man, wow! You 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 just start off with the the big headline, <laughs> and I mean I mean why not?
1: Um, right. I was actually I, I and I got to give you like the long version of the story. I'm covering the Washington football team at training camp, and I'm thinking about some of the like what's going on in training camp or the Washington Nationals and what they're doing. And then all of a sudden, bam, this bombshell comes that Russell Westbrook's going to LA. Um, So I was shocked out of my mind when I, even when I told some of the media people, uh, there's two sides to this. And, And one I truly get in the smaller part of it is Russell Westbrook. Obviously he wants to be in a position to try to win a championship and stuff like that. And he can, he can be in that position if he goes to LA to play with LeBron James and stuff like that. That totally makes sense. Um, but like, I, I I love Russell Westbrook when he was, when he was here, I think he, I mean, obviously we knew the wizards weren't going to win, uh, an NBA title. You know, I don't think they're going to win one for a few years, but what he brought to this team, that energy is, is the type of energy we haven't seen since wall and Beal were really like playing together and nobody was hurt. The time they, they made it to, uh, the Eastern conference semifinals. So. It was a shock to see him go. I understand why he wanted to go. And then, you know, you know, obviously the team owner, Ted Leonsis, I don't know if you heard about it. He came out <laughs> and kind, of, he kind of called him out. If you think about it, like he, he, he put him on blast. Like you have that locker room talk and clearly there's no locker room talk with, with, with the owner of the franchise and, you know, comparing Russell Westbrook and, and Alex Ovechkin, a, a Capitals player in regards to how Russell Westbrook wanted to be traded. Um, I, I think as, and we all kind of play sports in our lives, and when you have a player who doesn't really want to be on the team, like, why why, why do we want you here if you don't want to be here? Why do we want you to play for us if you don't want to be here? Um, so I, I get it, but for Wes, Russell Westbrook, that one thing that he did not admit the entire year when people were blasting him about his triple-double record and all these type of records, people were putting him on blast because he did not win what yet? An NBA title. Yep, a, a, a championship. So even though Russell Westbrook won't mention it because he's saying I'm already a champion and and he is because of what he, he accomplished and where he came from in LA, but we all know good and well, man, the dude wants to win a championship. And so it makes sense on why he wanted to be traded to go to LA.
0: Yeah. And breaking news, they did sign Carmelo. I'm not sure if you heard about that. Uh, you probably- Yes, I did. Yep. They did. Yep. It's the, it's the old heads, man. The old heads getting together <laughs> for one last round. Remember,
1: remember that in the past when like, uh, uh um um who am Gary I thinking Payton. about? I think it was like Steve Nash. Yeah were on there. Uh you know, some all the old heads were joining in LA to try to win something that one
0: year. Yeah. Yeah, they they did the same when uh with Kobe, Shaq, Gary Payton, Carl Malone, the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, love yep, yep. yeah they love doing stuff like that. But I'm I'm, I'm intrigued to see it. I mean, we, are, we we know Russ is from LA, so I, I get why he wanted to be traded. But um like you said, Ted Leonsis, he kinda he kinda fired some shots toward Russell Westbrook. Um, so we'll, we'll see if, if Russ responds. Uh, how how did you like the return that we got? We got Kuzma, we got KCP, we got Montrose um, Harrell, we got a first round pick. How do how did you like the return? Do you think it was fair value for Russell Westbrook? Uh, I think
1: we I think basically we just got a bunch of guys who listen. Some of those guys can you know Kuzma Harrell you know they you know what they bring to the table. But it comes down to what I was mentioning before, man. None of these guys that they. are that they're putting on this squad right now are going to be the true key pieces where this team can actually be like a contender for an NBA title. Like it's going to be like four or five years before the wizards even get to that, that point. So listen, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be great and fun and all and stuff like that to have a Montrez Harold that, you know, that can battle down low and be a great defender and stuff like that battle on the boards and stuff. Um, But, but real talk, you get him and Daniel Gafford or something like that, are, are, are those your your big centers that you feel like are going to be those different makers down low? It's, it's – I feel like we just got a whole bunch of different pieces to kind of get us through a certain period of time, but they're still in that rebuilding mode. That's, that's,
0: that's my take. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with you. I think, I think they're three mid-level guys, none of them all-stars, uh, but they can contribute and help be, you know, the fourth, fifth option on the championship team. Uh, yeah, con- contributions contributions great
1: but you're talking about those mid-level guys when you look at some of the you know the other teams obviously the, you know the, the bucks got it done they didn't have necessarily all the, the star players obviously they have one of the greatest players um in the game right now um but the wizards just they don't have that like you have bradley bill and then, and then who do we have after that when i'm talking about when I'm talking about the best player, a guy who will be in the All-Star game, a guy who's going to be on the Olympic team, that go-to guy, we have Russell Westbrook. I'm not. I
0: mean, we have uh, Bradley Beal. Hmm. Yeah. We after that, it's 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 Dinwiddie, and they're hoping that Rui can step up and, and 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 make that leap. Yeah, I think I mean, I mean, we saw what Rui did last year.
1: We we saw that at times Rui Hachimura put together like we're like okay this guy has some talent to really like take it to the next level but now we just need that to be like consistent um, where he goes every day in and out where he you know where he's you know maybe scoring 18 20 points per game because he can do it um but we just need that consistently consistent level maybe maybe with russell westbrook out of the picture where you have bradley beale and now all of a sudden maybe that second option could be the, a, a Rui or something like that. Maybe it'll op- open
0: him up where he builds that confidence where he always wants the ball to try to deliver. Maybe that will help him out. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Rui, he's playing very well in Japan right now in the Olympics. I mean, they got eliminated, but I know it's a whole different game because Rui's not the best player on the team right now. He's by far the best player in Japan. So, of course, he's going to take about 20 shots per game. Correct. But, um, he's a guy that we have, he has to step up. Um, but, before I do want to ask you about Spencer Dinwiddie, but the addition of Spencer Dinwiddie is not finalized just yet. But before we do, this episode is brought to you by Bilt Bar. Uh, did you know that Bilt Bar has so many delicious faz- favors? There is something for everyone. Uh, if you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors well, you're missing out. They have coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, and cookies, cr- cookies and cream. Cookies and cream is my favorite flavor. flavor. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy, too. Check out the macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from only 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Bilt Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to build.com and use promo code lock 15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code lock 15 for 15% off at build.com. Man, you better give me a mixture of that, that, that combo pack, man. Let me get, let me get those. My daughter's going to eat
1: all, all the chocolate stuff. I don't eat the chocolate, but yeah. all all the fruity stuff, the coconut, man. Yeah.
0: Hook me up with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a cookies and cream guy, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see if we can get something hooked up for you. And, um, So Spencer Dinwiddie, we are nearing a deal with him reportedly from, you know, Woj and Shams and ESPN. Uh, How did you how do you like that trade? Do you think that moves the needle for the Washington Wizards? What was your reaction to that to that news that we're going to we're going to sign him? All
1: right. So after the whole trade with Russell Westbrook, I think one of the key things the Wizards needed, they needed a point guard. And so, you know, bringing in Spencer, that that does fill that void on on getting a point guard that the Wizards need um but like you said you know it's not a done deal yet you, Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie, he wants some money as well and the wizards are in a tough position in regards to their cap space and stuff like that so they have to make some things work you know sign and trade whatever who's that person that they trade away um do they bring in another team to make that 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 job done but like let's just say if if dinwiddy is with the team let's say he's with the team right now um i think it it's a it's a it's good to get him they needed him we we know what he can do my only question will be is he's obviously coming off the uh i think it was i think he had an acl injury or something like that um that but so he's coming off of that but we do know what he did before and so when you bring in a player if you're going to like trade for a guy if you're going to sign a guy usually have him work out or you you see him work out in some particular way so so the wizards see something in Dinwiddie that they like and maybe feel like he can be that guy who can come to the table where he can he can average you know 20 points per game like he did before he had the acl injury um getting a point guard who can contribute like that and he plays defense man mm-hmm. like i'm gonna i'm gonna put that in i'm gonna highlight put it put it on a billboard underlined it put it in bold
0: because
1: <laughs> you know the wizard's defense was beyond suspect like oh. bottom like bottom of the barrel for ye- for for like the last three years right right like, they always have that saying, defense wins championships. And, like, literally the Wizards have been playing like they don't want to win a championship. They, like, so, so when you get a guard who also can play really good on defense as well, like a Dinwiddie, I, I think that's why, uh, you know, a guy like Wes Unsell Jr. Uh, probably, you know, signed off on it. We're like, hey, this is a guy that we want because he can run our point, which we need because Russell Westbrook is gone. But also he can play defense because that's what Wes Unsell Jr. really wants to bring to this franchise that, uh, that Scott Brooks clearly did not make enough – well, he didn't make enough, enough emphasis on playing defense. He just didn't get his team to play defense.
0: Right. You're 100% right. I mean, Bradley Bill said to himself, we couldn't guard a parked car at one point in the season. Yeah, we, I do remember that. Yep. We were, <laughs> we were dead last in points given up per game. We gave up 118 points per game. So we were basically – It was crazy.
1: Run. It yeah. was crazy because the Wizards were scoring like 120-something points and right. still lose. <laughs> you know they'll they'll lose one forty to one
0: twenty eight. Yeah, it was it was like watching ABA games. I mean, they're the over under on some of the games were sky high. I mean, it it was fun to watch, but the defense was atrocious until we got Daniel Gafford. Uh, I'm thinking, yeah, for he that, did change some things. yep he did. But but see, and I I like a guy like Daniel
1: Gafford. I mean, I, we saw what he did for you know immediate impact and in and the, in the blocks that he has and the rebounds that he can do. Um, like, but we all know, man. If he has that foul trouble, he can't be on the court. But um, that's I don't know how I don't know how you work on not fouling. Um, but that's something that he needs to work on. But overall, if he
0: if he doesn't foul out, if he doesn't pick up a bunch of fouls, I love Daniel Gafford. Yeah, I love Daniel Gabbard. He's a, he's a lob threat. The Wizards we didn't we don't really have a lot of athletic bigs, or we've never had many athletic. We've had we had Gortat for a long time. He was kind of a, a low low you know low to the ground, didn't get off the, the floor very high. Yeah, just um, grind,
1: do your job, right. you know, get your rebounds, defend. But yeah, nobody who can like sky out of the roof where you're throwing these dally oops to him. Uh, you know throwing it down, also blocking shots. Yeah, that that type of athletic big. The mm-hmm. uh, very versatile big. Yeah, that's, that's a guy that, that, uh, that the Wizards haven't had in a little bit.
0: Yeah. All right. And with, with Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie, he was rumored to say that the Wizards would bring – he would bring a legit big three with him, Bradley Bill, and Rui here. that they would be a legitimate big three in the NBA. Um, do you agree with that statement, and do you think he makes us a playoff team? Or where, where do you think we fit in the East with Dinwiddie? Does that really move the needle for the Wizards? Or uh, so, a move or, uh. all right, let me, let me put this on the record. Mm-hmm. Bradley Bill,
1: I love you to death, man. You're a cool dude. <laughs> Rui Hachimura, you are a brother who represented yourself in Japan. We with you. You family. Um, Dinwiddie, I don't know you like that yet. But heck
0: no, they're not considered a big three. Did he really say that? Yeah, he said he considers that Rui, him, and Bradley Bill would be a, a legit big three in the NBA. Yeah, bro, compare them to some
1: of the other big threes in the NBA. Really? Yeah. No, I mean, I listen. Maybe Rui. Maybe Rui will grow into that guy who can be a legitimate, mm-hmm. you know, version of the big three. But if you're gonna be here, if we had a classify like criteria, like what qualify makes you, qualifies you as a as a Potential big three. If you're combined with some other people, you got to have all star on that list. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm gonna go back. Let's let's just say the Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and 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 um, Paul Pierce. Let's just go to that big three. Right. They had all star, you know, on their resume. Like that's that's a legitimate big three. Um, yeah, man. You can't you can't put yourself as a
0: big three and you never even made an all star game. Yeah, even even the uh, Washington Wizards' big breakthrough with Gilbert Arenas, Anton Jamison, Caron Butler, i don't even think they they match near to that talent level. So for no. them, for Dinwiddie to say that, I know he's he's wish he's having wishful thinking. Maybe he could project into a twenty-five points per game guy with the Wizards. Listen, but, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a man of faith, man. So speak it into existence. Right.
1: If it if that works out, I'm I'm I'm, I'm with you. And you were actually just mentioned about Gilbert Arenas. Like I spoke to Gilbert Arenas maybe what three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And Gilbert Arenas was telling me the Washington Wizards are no better than a seven or eight seed. Like they they are who they are. I don't care if you, if, if they said if you add another big piece to this particular team, they will be no better than a five or six seed in the East. Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't tell me right now, like if 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 Russell, if you're if we're playing streetball, and Russell Westbrook was sitting on the bench on one side, and Dinwiddie was sitting on the bench on the other side, and you need to pick that final player for your five-on-five team, who are you going
0: with? Probably Russ.
1: Yeah, see, I'm going with Russ too. Come on, you got to go. I'm going with Russell Westbrook. So, so you're trying to tell me that this, did this team really get better I'm I'm, I'm, regard, I'm talking about in regards to Russell Westbrook for Dinwiddie, like mm-hmm. replacing those two two pieces out. Like I still feel like the Wizards are that same seven or eight seed, just like Gilbert Arenas said, and Gilbert Arenas was
0: talking about the Wizards when they had Russell Westbrook. Yeah, and they they still aren't done yet. I mean, we'll, we'll see what he can do. DeMar DeRozan, breaking news, he just signed with the Bulls. I know a lot of Washington Wizards fans really wanted to do yep. DeMar DeRozan. I thought he could have been a good piece. He can't really shoot the ball, but, I mean, the guy can play. I mean, he's known for his athletic dunks and driving to the basket. I mean, he, he's, just a, he's just a baller, and the Wizards can use all the talent that they can get. Uh, but I, I did want to get it, to the, Matthew, your thoughts on that, but before – Well, uh, yes, hey, just one,
1: one quick thing, which you are just mentioning about that, though. Like, when you have these, these guys who are, you know, could be free agents and they can sign at different places, like, you have a choice. Like, there can be teams that say, hey, I want to give you this so-and-so million over this year, or this team give, wants to give X, Y, and Z. One of the big issues here, and, and let's, let's just say the, the example will be Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook wanted to leave to go play for the Lakers. So there's something that Russell Westbrook did not like here in D.C. that did not fit where he wanted to be, and that's probably to win a championship. So when you look at some of these other teams, we can say, hey, we want all these X, Y, and Z players, but who wants to come to Washington, D.C.? Who wants to play for the Wizards in a team that clearly they're in a rebuilding mode? They're not They're not close to being a championship contender. So that's why you're gonna, he's going to be in a position where the Wizards aren't going to get some of the guys that they want to get because – I mean, I know for myself, if I'm gonna play for a team and I have some options, I'm gonna play for the team that can
0: possibly win me a championship as soon as possible. I'm not trying to rebuild for a couple years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, it's it's really weird because DC is a nice city. We're not we're not like a random city in the middle of nowhere. We have nice things, you know. We got the the monument, the Capitol, all that good stuff, the White House. You know, it's, it's a nice nightlife. Man, that's, man, that stuff doesn't. That stuff doesn't. Matter, <laughs> well, well, that stuff, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I'm not,
1: like like hey I'm a am I'm a, I'm a top free agent and I'm and I'm looking at okay oh, hey guys all right you guys want me to sign for the Wizards hey it's between the Wizards and the, the Lakers but you know what man those Wizards man man they got the Washington monument man I can go there on the weekends uh, oh the, the the national uh you know African American museum oh shoot let me go
0: man I, I'm gonna sign with the Wizards because of that heck no well what I would say, DC does have a nice. They do have a nice nightlife. You, you could probably ask Gilbert Arenas about that too, and and Nick Young. We can, we can definitely ask John Wall about that too. DC does have a nice, attractive. Oh yeah, John game. Wall. John, yeah, John Wall had he he had his fun here <laughs> in DC,
1: but I mean, am I really gonna go to a city because they got a nice nightlife? I I I get it. You don't want to be bored where you are, uh-huh. um, but this. Nah, man, I, I'd rather win a championship in, in playing for Denver mm-hmm. than to be in D.C. Um, and, and suck.
0: Right. Yeah, because D.C., it, it should be a big market. It's a big city, just like the Washington football team. You know, that's a big market. And both teams really should be landing some free agents, but we haven't been able to. I mean, football is different because, you know, you know, Dan will sometimes, you know, overpay to get big guys here. But here in D.C., we can't even get Kevin Durant to come back home and play for the hometown team. So uh, it, it's been hard for the Wizards to get guys to buy in and come to D.C. Um, but, yeah, I, I did want to ask you about the draft. But Before we get to the draft talk and, and what you thought about that, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at, at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. They have everything you can need, like brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in there, how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Remember to write Locked On in the how did you hear about about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at at rockauto.com. All right, so the draft was last week. Um, How do you like the picks? I know you're a UConn guy. I know you like uh, James Booknight out of UConn. Uh, He wasn't available, but we did end up getting Corey Kispert at 15. And uh, we did get Isaiah Todd at pick thirty one. Then we made a trade for Aaron Holiday. How did you like how the how the draft night shook out for the Washington Wizards?
1: Uh can I can I briefly just quickly go on
0: book night for UConn since you just you just
1: obviously put me out there as a diehard UConn basketball fan, which I <laughs> which I am. I hope he steps his game up because I love all my UConn players, but man, he was so suspect sometimes at UConn. Like I just he didn't know if he was gonna get hurt. Sometimes he went MIA in games. And I mentioned earlier I was like, I don't know because I didn't think that would be a good choice for the Wizards to pick if they had that option to get him because he, he just didn't impress me sometimes when, when the game was on the line, he disappeared. So anyways, so since he's not coming to D.C., um, I mean, get, get, I do like, like Kisper, Corey. I do love Corey Kisper in regards to because you, you need that one guy who can stretch the defense, that guy who, who supposedly Bradley Beal is, is driving the lane and, you know, the defense is collapsing. And you have that guy who's standing right there by the arc, and you know it's money when the ball goes up in the air. Um, th- that's that that behind that long range threat that the Wizards really truly uh need needed to help them out. Um, you look at some some of the teams that have been very good in regards to like winning titles or winning a lot of games. They had that one guy who was that deep man threat, um, and he's one of those guys that can that can be that guy. So so I I, I love that pick for for the Wizards. Do I think you make an immediate impact? Who knows? I mean, you have that transition from the from college basketball to the NBA. But I do know is is the the shooting game is already there. He just needs to be open to shoot it.
0: Right. Yeah, I think he can definitely come in and help. I, I think he's a good shooter. Shot forty four percent from the three point line. I mean, and you know Bradley Bill should be able to get him some open shots. And same thing with Dinwiddie. Uh, I think he's going to definitely come in and help this team. Uh, we we need shooting, like you said, um, Davies Tons. Uh, What were your thoughts on him? I know he's not a fan favorite right now, but if he's a guy that you can include in the trade package, would you think about bringing Bertans back or would you try to ship him out?
1: No, I I probably, I I probably ditch him out because that Remember, I was mentioning, like you need that three point threat to really stretch the defense. That guy who can make that big punch. And listen, he, the the Latvian laser, he, he, he can shoot the ball, but where was he during the playoffs? Yeah, no. You see what I'm saying? Like when we when we needed you the most, and trust me, I'm not I'm not trying to trash on him at all. Mm-hmm. But but we needed him to to step up, and in the games that really counted, he just went MIA. Now he's still a great player. I just never thought of him as that player that can be that big difference maker. So if, so I'm cool with even sacrificing somebody like that to bring in somebody someone else that we need. Um, that's my thoughts on Davis. I love him to death, but I just I just remember a guy who just I'm like where is he during during the during the playoffs where where
0: was this 3 point threat that he had Yeah he he definitely was MIA uh hit 0 points and 6 fouls bro, bro he's beyond that that's beyond
1: MIA man that's that's like like he <laughs> Like he, like he didn't show up, bro. Like he, you're talking about the nightlife in, in DC. Like he was at the club. Like he didn't, he didn't show up to Capital One. He he didn't he didn't he didn't travel to Philly, man. He he traveled to Philly, but he he stopped in. He stopped at I don't know what clubs are in Philly, but he that's where he was.
0: Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on to um, Wes Unseld Jr. You know we we hired him, and he's a defensive minded coach. Um, obviously, let Scott Brooks go. Uh, how did you like that hire? Was there anybody else that you were looking for? You know, I know Cha- – I mean, Chauncey Bill- Billups wasn't That was my
1: top. choice. Yeah. Chauncey
0: – yeah, Chauncey, Chauncey – go ahead. You can finish. But, yeah, Cha- Chauncey was yeah. my top choice. But keep going. Yeah, he wasn't really – I didn't really hear him linked to D.C. I know Sam Cassell interviewed a couple – like once or twice. And uh, there were some other guys linked to D.C. But um, I know Chauncey was your was your top choice. But was – how did you like the West Unsell Jr. signing? So I so I do like the West
1: Unsell Jr. And I and I remember when I broke I to the story um, that he was gonna be be the head coach, um, I was like this is a this is a good spot for him. Yes, he has the name because of his dad and stuff like that in regards to what he did for the franchise, you know, he hall of famer, you know, obviously rest in peace to to West Unsell sen- senior um, but this is a guy who is a known face. He already built the rapport. Um, he's a guy that people already respect, the players will respect him. And the the thing that I love about him is the fact that I know he's gonna bring that defensive mind. He's gonna, he's a guy who literally is responsible for for making his previous team one of the well, you know, one of the top defensive teams in the NBA. He was responsible for that. Even when he was in DC, when he was an assistant coach, like he was responsible for making the Wizards a great offensive team. So I think he has the resume that. At the time where I was so in love with Chauncey Bills, I think I was probably more in love with Chauncey Bills because I, I used to cover the Pistons <laughs> when, 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 he, when he played there, when they won the championship. We were both also doing Sports center shows together when he was an analyst. So I thought that was like, man, you know what? I already know Chaunce, Chauncey. It would be good to have a guy I already know. So that's, that's what I was leaning my, my hat on more. Um, but on paper, though, West Tell Jr. is, is a, I don't want to say a perfect fit, but it's a good fit to move this team in the right direction.
0: I, I, I'm i with you 100%. And yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't think he just got the job because of his dad. I think he was actually qualified. He did coach the Wizards back when Gilbert was here too, so he has a lot of pedigree there too. I, I think he's a really, really solid hire. And did you um, get a chance to check out Isaiah Todd? I forgot to ask you about that. He was the 31st pick. He's a, he's a young guy from Baltimore. He's about 6'10", can shoot the jumper.
1: Yeah, I, I, so – so I was familiar with him a little bit because he went to the, um, you know, when you don't play uh, college ball. Um, what he is it? G D- uh, yeah, what, uh, what is it? Vault, vault, or something like that. It was G League Ignite. Ignite, yeah, ignite. Um, so, so I, I don't know a whole lot about him because I'm a big college basketball fan, but clearly, you know, I didn't. You don't, you don't get a chance to watch him play. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, he's somebody that the Wizards like, and and he can be one of those young players that you know who can develop and be a star. You just, you just don't know. But on, on paper, I don't have a lot of stuff to compare him to because he wasn't playing against some of the other college players that I would watch
0: every day, uh, every day. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's a good player. He's, he's probably gonna, he might have to go back to the G league cause he's, he's really skinny. Just needs to get longer. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think he should be a good player for us. And um, back, back to Bradley bill. So I know everybody heard the rumors about him mulling about leaving the Washington Wizards. Um, Once again, do you, do you, do you believe that he could be a number one option on a championship team? I do believe that. Yeah. Okay.
1: Now Bradley Beal can, Bradley Beal can ball, man. You, (laughs) you talk to other coaches. And one guy who I respect the most is Greg Popovich. Like Greg Popovich loves the way he, he, Bradley Beal plays. So I think, yes, he can be one of those number one options. I think what we, what we will always see during Bradley Beal's, what, let, let's say like maybe last four years when John Wall was always getting hurt and stuff like that, we always had to rely on Bradley Beal being that only scorer. The time where we really got a chance to see Bradley Beal where maybe he didn't have to always score all the time was when Russell Westbrook was here and they became a playoff team. Um, obviously, they had dealt with their COVID issues. You know, they're not playing defense, and they're struggling—one of the worst teams in the NBA. But then they turn it around to actually make the postseason. Um, so we do know that if Bradley Beal has some other pieces around him, a good number two option, a good number three option, um, the Wizards can be a really good team. The tough thing will be—is—is is, you know, he has what one more year on his deal. Like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to pay to do. And you know, when you when you when you have to pay somebody. That means there's only so much money to go around. So how are we going to get these other pieces, this strong number two or strong number three, if they're not with us to make what we call quote, our big three, like what we were talking about before, it it could, it could be a struggle. I remember even thinking, even though Bradley Beal said that he, he wants to stay in DC. Sometimes I really feel like in order for the wizards to actually get to where they want to be, which won't be anytime soon. Mm -hmm. I don't think Bradley Beal will be in that, in that, that piece in that, in that final like solution, right? As crazy as it may sound, like I want Bradley Beal, but just the timing of it, the way his contract is 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 set up, I don't know if Bradley Beal is going to be in that in that on that team
0: that makes it to the next step. Yeah, and that's this is where I wanted to ask you. It's kind of similar to some of the last questions, but would you pay him that supermax deal? Because like you said, his contract is it, it is over after the 2022 season you know you just saw staff get a, a 215 million dollar deal over 4 years and uh, that's what bradley bill is going to be in that 200 million dollar range um, yeah this but, is this is this is where you know remember like a lot of trade talk was going
1: on mm-hmm. like this is where even like now which is crazy to trade bradley bill mm-hmm. is where we can get some value out of out of Bradley Beal. Um, cause it, yeah, man, it's tough, man. It's yeah. It's, it is. Yeah, it's like, it's a, hor- it's a horrible situation that for, you know, for, um, um, for, uh, Tommy Shepard to, to be in, like, mm-hmm. like the franchise all screwed up in regards to just, you know, the contracts and play, like it's, it's a tough position to be in. Um, but, like, if you if we wait and we sign Bradley Beal, I think he's going to be worth every penny. Yeah, it, it makes it harder to, to bring some other guys in. But if we really want to try to build the team we want to build, do we trade him away? Sort of like if you look at the Washington Nationals. Like, do you trade Max Scherzer away to get some other pieces to then build and move forward? You know, because Scherzer's at the end of his deal as well. Like,
0: they're going to want to get paid. And once you get paid, you're going to be handcuffed in regards to
1: your cap space.
0: Right. Yeah, we're in a tough situa- situation. We're just in a – we're in the middle of the pack right now. We're kind of in basketball purgatory where we're not uh, bad enough to be in the lottery. We're not good enough to be in the top three teams in the Eastern Conference with Giannis and, and Kevin Durant. Um, but there are some remi- remaining free agents right now. I, I can name off some of them to you real quick and just see if, if you were interested, if you were Tommy Shepard, if you put yourself in shoes – um, what position? What, what are they all? The different positions? Yeah. So it's really guards because I don't think we need any bigs right now. But okay, all right. Um, Josh Hart is still available. He played for the Pelicans and the Lakers. Kendrick Nunn yeah, but... with the Heat. Um, Danny Green, um, Lou Williams, and Victor Oladipo. Those are some guys. Avery Bradley and Brent Forbes from the Bucks. Those are some guys that I, I think oh. that are available. So Avery Bradley, I, I like him. He's a great
1: defensive guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to Avery Bradley. You said Danny Green. Danny Green. Like, like I'll take a Danny Green. Mm-hmm. Um, that I mean, Danny Green can shoot the rock. Um, I I I can take a Danny Green if you want me to just throw out anybody. Um, obviously, Danny Green's a guy who who has he has that that experience from. I mean, I remember him when he was in San Antonio, um, when he was with Popovich and stuff like that. Like, we knew that he was going to be somebody special, and he's been on championship teams with that with his three point shooting. And so, I do like Danny Green. He's a veteran who can who has the experience of playing in big games and, and winning championships. Um, because if we look at the Wizards' roster, is there anybody who won a championship on that team?
0: The Lakers guys, because of yeah, the Lakers. yeah, exactly the, the Lakers guys, yeah, and they might not even stay here long. They might be traded. Correct. Yeah. Um, so, out of the three Lakers guys that we got, um, because the Dinwiddie deal is not finalized, did you? Who would you keep out of those three? Would you rather keep Montrose Harrell, Kyle Kuzma, or uh, KCP, or cantavis K- Caldwell Pope? I got to keep one. How many am I keeping? I think. I think. Or, or how many am I giving away? Um, I, I think with the sign and trade, uh, and we can we can throw Thomas Bryan in there as well. Um, which which guys? Yeah, but that, but a team may not want him, man. he's he's not even healthy yet. Yeah,
1: that is. So like, like you know, I'm not gonna like. Don't give me a deal on a guy who can't even play at the beginning of the season yet. So nope. so Thomas Bryan will be will be out of that. Ooh. Um, I can't get rid of Montrose Harold because, I mean, right, the Wizards lost Lent, Alex Lent's gone, yeah. Lopez is gone. Yep. Yeah. So, so, obviously, we talked about Daniel Gafford in regards to his foul trouble. We're going to need that backup or whatever, some other big guy. That's where Montrose Harold is important. Thomas Bryant's obviously not going to be back right away. Sorry, I'm, I'm, break, I'm breaking this all down. Um, right. Caldwell Pope, I mean, he's a guard.
0: So we're bringing we're 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 bringing in Dinwiddie, right? Yeah, we're bringing in Dinwiddie, and with the signing, maybe, Luka, we may have to include a player in that. Then maybe it's Caldwell Pope. Yeah, it, it could be. I'm hearing Bradley Bill really likes Caldwell Pope. They're actually good friends off the court too. Um, so he most likely will be staying. But um, I, I think out of all of them, it probably will be Kuzma. I'm I'm kind of intrigued to see Kuzma play with the Wizards because you know when when guys leave LeBron, they they tend to play a little bit better. Lonzo Ball yeah, yeah. is playing better now. Brandon Ingram is playing better, so I'm, I'm I'm a little intrigued to see what he could do. But I'm with you with Harold. I wouldn't I wouldn't lose Harold because he brings that toughness, like you said. He's he's a, yeah. Oh, you
1: need that dog. Yeah, you need yeah. you need those players with that dog in them. Yeah. Um, may, get, give him Cassius Winston. Maybe maybe they just maybe, <laughs> maybe we can get away with it. Just give him Cassius. I like Cassius. You know, I'm a Michigan State guy, but uh, you know, I I think he he's a he's a guy. He didn't get that much experience this past year. Um. Mm -hmm. you know not playing enough like in the g league and stuff like that um but no like i he i don't he's he won't be a guy that someone's gonna take and then part of the signing
0: trade that's not gonna happen Mm -hmm. and then with with bradley bill with the contract we did free up 20 25 million dollars in cap space for next season not this year but next season so that will help us bring him back and then we could possibly sign another free agent but um, do you think the roster from top to bottom got better, and then how did you feel about Denny obvious rookie year? Do you see any potential in him? I hope Denny comes back the way he played Den-
1: Denny-, Denny is a player that that I, I don't want to say he made the immediate impact, but you noticed that he made some type of impact to make this team better i I, I-, I loved him. I think they would have been even more competitive against the-, the the 76ers if he never got hurt um, you know in-, in the in the regular season um. But yeah, Denny, I love what Denny did, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he will bring to this season. I just don't know what type of like, you know, side effects in regards to his injury and what, what he has. Um but from but from top to bottom, I I still have a just and I'm just being honest, man. I'm a guy who like we gotta build your team to win some championships. And from from top to bottom, I have a lot of question marks in regards to the team because we don't necessarily have that on paper that big, powerful punch as in, okay, we got this so-and-so all-star, this so-and-so all-star that can really compete against the, uh, if it's the Celtics, if it's the Brooklyn Nets, if it's the Bucks, and stuff, like, you know, or, you know, if it's the Hawks, like, we don't, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, I think we got better, but I think we have a lot of players that are really sort of like, they're just there to sort of fill the void while we sort of build this team. You can tell, man, I'm not high. I'm not excited about the Wizards. <laughs> I listen, I can I can make stuff up and be like, yeah, man, Bradley is gonna be good. You know what? D- Dinwiddie's gonna come in, he's gonna he's gonna be better than what Westbrook brought to the table running the point guard spot, and then he's gonna come back better than ever. Rui's gonna have a breakout career. I love to say all that type of stuff, but we don't know where Rui's gonna be this year. We don't know where Denny's gonna be this year, we don't know what. Bradley Beal is going to be like not having Russell Westbrook by his side, or is it going to, is this going to be the old wizards where Bradley Beal needs to do everything? Um, so that's, those are a lot of like my question marks there in regards to this team.
0: Right. There's a lot of, there's, yeah, there's, I, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Um, I, I do like the move with Dinwiddie, but you know, we're, we're both being realistic. We know this is not a top five team in the East right now. It's kind of a, a play in or AC team. We're not better than, Giannis and the Bucks were not better than really even the Sixers, with, even if Ben Simmons comes back. Uh, I still don't think we're a better team than the 76ers or the Nets. Uh, and, and the Hawks with Trey Young as well. But um, before we do sign off, I do want to ask you about another team in the city. I know this is the Washington Wizards, Locked on Wizards, but I do want to ask you about another team in the city. that it does have a lot of excitement. But before we do that, um, this episode was brought to you by Locked on Bets. Uh, betting on the nfl or nba doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new locked on bets podcast hosted by your boy q and handicapping expert lee sterling get daily picks blowout specials wrong team favorite picks and lee sterling's lock of the day follow the locked on Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag wherever you get your podcasts uh so the washington football team uh, just want to ask you a, just a few questions about that uh, how, how do you feel about the hype the football team is getting? I know the football team hasn't got this much hype in a long time. You know, ESPN has picked us to win the NFC East. Uh, what are your thoughts on the – if you had to do a – do you do you usually do record predictions before the season starts? I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. okay. What's your record prediction for the Washington football team? and
1: how, they, how, they, how, they, yeah.
0: don't, they don't – listen, the hype
1: is real, man. <laughs> the hype is real. Like, I, I've covered the team when they had Jay Gruden and stuff like that. I can notice a big difference in regards to what this team brings to the table. What they brought mm-hmm. to the table last year. This team's gonna win eleven games. I think this team's gonna be eleven and six. I feel like they will win the NFC East again. I think that team that's gonna be a tough challenge. Tough challenge for them will be the New York Giants. All those Dallas Cowboy fans out there, <laughs> listen, you I swear they they feel like they win the Super Bowl every single dang on year, but they haven't been in the Super Bowl. And I don't. It's more. I feel like there's more. More people on this earth that weren't alive when they, when they made it to the Super Bowl, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, sure. So, so I yeah, this, I, the hype is real, man. Um, when you watch this team, they're they're pretty much the same team, but they got an upgrade. And the only question mark I quickly have is the quarterback position. I think every other position is good. The offensive line looks good. I think they've upgraded um, themselves. The quarterback position is the only one. Will we have Fitzpatrick or will we, you know, will we have Fitzmagic or will we have Fitz Tragic? And I do feel like Alex Smith last year, he, he brought this team to a level where they needed to be, where they were really good and they made it to the playoffs. And this was an Alex Smith that could, couldn't really even run. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Fitzmagic, Fitzpatrick will be better than what Alex Smith brought to the table. So this team was going to be better. The defense, I feel, listen, man, when you see Montez Sweat and Chase Young in person, bro, and I'm coming as a former football player, a guy who was a who was a running back who thought he can dominate the world. Matter of fact, I'm a brag. I'm a Hall of Famer. I don't <laughs> care what you say. Listen, high school and my college. I'm a Hall of Famer. Bro, there are some players where when you go out, you break the huddle, you start looking, okay, where's this fool at? That's Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Watch those guys dominate
0: the league this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Dominate the league. I can't wait to see it. I mean, Darren, but I'll, I'm going to definitely look you up on YouTube if you got some highlights at the, the running back spot. It's up there, man. Darren, Darren, Darren Haynes highlights. Just Yeah, just look.
1: Yeah. It's old school, man. You know what I'm saying? It's not HD like the Young Bucks and stuff like that. So it's, <laughs> it's,
0: it's It's grainy, but you see the guy who's running the ball. That's me, number 35. Oh okay. okay, yeah, I'm going to definitely, definitely check it out. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm a huge Washington football team fan. I, I don't think there's been a lot of hype around the team probably since RG3 maybe it has been that long. But, um, yeah, I think you're right about the Giants too. The Giants, they just had a fight today at practice. I don't know if you heard about that. That was pretty funny. Yeah, but I
1: mean, it's, this, fight's during, this fight's during practice all the time. Eventually, guys yeah. start getting sick of going against each other, this right. same
0: face. Um, but yeah, that's, that that's, that's a norm, but I didn't see the Giants fight, but I heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. And you're, you're a hundred percent right with Fitzpatrick. We don't know what we're going to get. I mean, Heineke, I'm hearing that it's supposed to be a competition, but it's not really a competition. Nah, man. It's, 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 it's Fitzpatrick's Maserati. He got the keys to the Maserati, but <laughs>
1: like you said, you don't know, we, when we say we don't know which one's going to show up, but like, if you look at his numbers, man, like we do know which quarterback's going to show up. We have a guy who takes a lot of risks, who can make some big plays and also throw a lot of picks as well. Um, yeah. So don't be, don't be mad and surprised if he throws picks in week two and week three and you're booing and stuff like that, you know what you got. You like, if you dating a girl and <laughs> your boy told you, dude, she's crazy. She's crazy. And then next you know, you're dating her and she ends up crazy. You knew what you had going into it. Don't be mad. You could have, you could have stopped dating her from the very beginning, but you took a chance anyways. That's what that's what Fitzpatrick. We know what he can bring to the table, so don't get mad. But I I feel like it's going to work out
0: better than it did last year for Washington. Mm-hmm. And then last thing, um, I, I'll ask you about the name. I know you talked about the name a lot. I think you were on you were on with Jason Wright, right? And you got breaking news that it was not going to be Warriors or um, football. The Washington club. Football Club. Yeah. Yeah. I football. really thought I really thought that's what it was going to be, man.
1: I'm mad that that was a typo. Like, how does, like, how does that happen? How does, how does the national football league or the person who writes the statement for Dan Snyder write the wrong name of the team? (laughs) It's a billion dollar organization.
0: You're right. You're right. It it doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I remember when um, Scott McCluna, Kirk Cousins was here, he kept calling him Kirk Cousins. So I know, Front office people, they get stuff wrong all the time, but it's crazy. So, I mean, the the, the, the football team definitely – if you – I guess last question here before we do head out, which team do you think has a brighter future, the Washington Wizards or the Washington football team? That might be an obvious question, but some people might think otherwise. No, Washington football team, hands down. Oh, okay. wow.
1: Yeah, hands down.
0: Yeah. Like not even close. Not even close. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. They they have a direction. They know where they're really going, Chase Young and Ron Rivera. They, they and they're a defensive-minded team. The Wizards we we kind of we don't know what our identity is just yet. And um like you said Chase Young and Montez, I mean, they are, they are the future. I, I can't wait to see these guys.
1: Yeah, I uh, I if you really think about it in the district, like the Washington football team is going to be the most successful team in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Capitals are still successful, but you know, they're obviously that era is going to be coming to an end soon. Um, the Nationals, that era is over. The, the 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 Wizards, we already talked about that. The Mystics, you know, they're they're not playing the way that they used to play back when they won their WNBA title. Um, you're looking at you looking at a bunch of teams where, okay, who's the best professional team in the district? It looks like it's the Washington Football Team right now.
0: Yeah, I'm with it. I'm, I'm excited. I, I think they can. I think they can make some noise. I'm not going to get my hopes up because I've been disappointed before, but I, I think they can make some noise. But Darren, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Um, do you have anything important going on 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 CBS in, in the future that you want to tell us about? Uh well, I got. I have an exclusive interview with uh, Mike Loxley, head coach of the University of Maryland.
1: Uh, so he's gonna he's gonna drop some stuff in regards to like the vaccinations. You know, obviously for Washington football team is a big topic actually for any right. pro sports or just the country has a big topic so he sheds some light on what what the vaccination rate is with his team also some of the things that he's doing for minority coaches um that's going to be that's going to be really good uh, out, outside of that man football season is about to get started so this this is this is the best part of the, of the
0: year yeah I, I can't wait i can't wait so um do you have a twitter that you wanted to plug yeah yeah so So it's Darren
1: M. Haynes, D-A-R-R-E-M, M M as Matthew Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S. It's Darren M. Haynes for Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Black Planet if you have it, MySpace if you still use it, (laughs) Yahoo Instant Messenger if you're one of those old heads. It's been Darren M. Haynes since the beginning of time.
0: Oh man, yeah, I'm I'm old enough to know a black planet. I'm like I'm a millennial, so I'm right in the time where I, I know what it is. Some some you know some there's 21 year olds that never heard of it. Twenty twenty two, twenty one. Nah, yeah, they never heard of black planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you guys can find me at uh on on Twitter at e d t triple o f l a t t. Don't don't ask me about the name Darren, but you know that's my Twitter name. And um, make sure you guys subscribe to Locked On Wizards and check out Darren on WUSA Channel Nine. Uh, some really, really good stuff. You won director of the. Uh, you got you won an Emmy as well, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, four, four straight years now is the best sportscaster. Nine, nine total, man. Very blessed. Yeah. Very, very blessed. Yep. Congratulations and thank you for coming on. All right. Thank you, my man. You have a good one, and everybody have a good one.